Hello and welcome back to the Doncast, a podcast all about Doncaster. This week on the Doncast, we've got Chris Dungworth, Head of Service at Business Doncaster. Chris and I discuss all things business, employment and the future of Doncaster. It's a really good conversation whether you're looking to move a business into Doncaster, whether you're looking to start a business in Doncaster or whether you just are already an established business in Doncaster. Very business and Doncaster related, this one. The Doncast is brought to you by Market Asset Management, the market operators. Just before we get into this week's episode, just a second to tell you about the Creator Pod in the wool market Doncaster. You can come and create your content for your business, your personal brand, using all this gear in this room. Keep an eye out on the creatorpods.co.uk website because as soon as lockdown is lifted, we're ready to go. And if you'd like to come and sit in this chair and be a guest on The Doncast, then all the details will be in the description box below. Get in touch and let's get you on. Let's have a chat. Enjoy today's episode. So uh, just to start right off the bat that people won't know, this is David and Chris, part two, or part, take two. Part two, David. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to explain what went wrong or am I? I'll explain no. it. Hands up. I lost the file. We had a great conversation, an amazing conversation about Doncaster, very positive. It was. You dropped some incredible knowledge and I just threw it in bin. Yeah, it was on Zoom as well, so this is probably better. Yeah, this is better. This is better. Face to face. It's a fantastic facility, by the way. You like it? Brilliant, yeah. I I love it. We've got a couple more adjustments to make it even better. Um, Something to do with lighting. We've got, we're going to adjust the lighting. We're going to, we've got blind for that bit. And there's also talk, don't quote me on this because it's about budget, <laughs> but there's also talk about Alexa controlled lighting and other stuff. We've got the green screen behind us for people that need it. Brilliant. The more people we get to recognise this and use it, the better. Yeah, definitely. TV. TV will be fitted. It'll come down here. We'll have a big TV there. Yeah. So we've got Business Doncaster discount as well, which is of course. <laughs> We've got that right. Yeah, you said that publicly. <laughs> Reminder to editor to edit that out. <laughs> no, right, okay. So uh, today we've got Chris Dungworth, um, head of business Doncaster, head of service, head of service for business Doncaster. Yeah, the economic development team within Doncaster Council. Yeah. Um, so that that takes care of the first bit. Then, who are you and what do you do? But but if you want to explain just for a minute or so, like what does that mean? Right, Business Doncaster, we have the Economic Development Delivery Team for Doncaster Council. So we look at attracting new investment into Doncaster, working on business support with the existing Doncaster businesses, business growth, companies that are looking to grow, employ more people. We work on that aspect. We also look after the marketing promotion of Doncaster, both for visitors and investors, mm-hmm. uh, which covers both our brands, Business Doncaster and Visit Doncaster, the tourism brand. Mm-hmm. Um, we also look after a skills program and employment and enterprise program so that people want to start up businesses residents looking for employment or upskilling or into new positions mm-hmm. and we also look after the commercial aspect of the town centre so everything so quite a lot really yeah, yeah. We've got quite a lot of people in the team quite a lot we do uh, and we do think that we make a real difference to Doncaster I I agree because um, I should probably put it out there that the one of the main reasons I do what I do and all this is happening stems right from working with Visit Doncaster because a, a couple of years ago I had no intentions whatsoever of helping promote our town centre and then I met Lorna yeah. who's part of your team at she Visit is, Doncaster yeah. and Lorna basically said do you want to do some vlogs and stuff around Doncaster and I was like eh go on then 
And then before I know it, I'm now one of the spokespeople, if you like, for the old town centre. And as soon as you hold your hand up early, I'll undermine that now. I wasn't sure it would work. <laughs> With Lorna put it in my direction, I wasn't sure it would work. But it has worked. It's been really good. Yeah. Something different. And we're, we're very much in terms of we like to do something different and like mm. to do something that other people aren't doing. We're the first economic development agency to launch a... Um, advertising campaign mm-hmm. via social media yeah, and we got quite a lot of response of it around that yeah. the first digital campaign by any economic development agency and we got yeah. quite a lot of re- positive response good in fact we got people like Barnes saying why are Doncaster not why, why are Doncaster come on my feed all the time proved it worked yeah yeah uh, and I'm very much keen on encouraging our staff to do things like that I'm, I'm not right at the forefront of that yeah I also operate the tourist information centre on the high street which is shut now but it reopens again next week mm-hmm. so I'll give you a plug for that that's yeah, part yeah. of our tourism plug offer. away plug away a question I like to ask people is we've got through what you do now yeah. why do you do what you do like what makes you want to because obviously you don't just fall into your level of job yeah. just by accident you've worked to get there but why what what are you why are you passionate about this type, type of I stuff i think for me it's um i i came to doncaster council a good many years ago i worked in private industry uh, i worked in purchasing supply chain my last job was for a big inward investor in, into barnsley and i could all see where the difference was made um, i worked when i was there with with a public sector organization looking at helping the businesses and i wanted to do something so when this opportunity came up in doncaster i moved across 2003 a lot of years ago uh, to try and make a difference. Mm. And my first job was working with the airport just before the airport opened mm-hmm. to make sure local Doncaster businesses benefited from the, the airport being in the borough mm. and get contracts. So that was the, f- the first start of it. And ever since, it, it's a job that really makes a difference. Yeah, Not just to business, but to the people of Doncaster. And we've done quite a lot of work since on attracting new investment, on attracting new business. When I, when I came in, we didn't have a tourism sector. We're told to drop tourism. We're not a tourism town. Wow. Well, look what's changed since. One of our first investment opportunities in tourism was speaking to the people at the wildlife park, bringing them to look at Doncaster. Yeah. And look what's happened to them in the, the, that ten, is an incredible in the 10 years place. since since they came. Mm-hmm. It's their 10th year anniversary this year. What yeah. fantastic. It is. I love. I reckon it's roughly around that mark, definitely. Yeah. A difference that's made to Doncaster, and yeah. we're part of that right from the start of the journey, right through now. Continue to support that organization. I love that because obviously, I spend a lot of my time on social media. Obviously, we all know it can be a cesspit of negativity. But what I find is there's a lot of people that like to point out problems, but there's not many that actually act on like making solutions. Yeah. And, and it sounds like that's obviously you've thought, you know, th- there can be something done here about Doncaster, about it being a, a better town, a better place to, for the people in it as well as people visiting it, and you've done something about it. Doncaster's got so much going for it, and I think we've talked about it before, the negative... Yeah, on last people, podcast. Yeah, the negative is some people, Doncaster residents who can't see it. Mm. There's so much going for Doncaster in terms of what it is, where it is, our path on the journey, going through... We've got, we've got an airport, we've got a race course, we've got a wildlife park, we've got a fantastic town centre that's still a positive town centre. Mm. But so many people want to run it down and, and be negative about it. Mm. Go to other towns and cities yes. and have a look. Yeah, Because there's so much going on here. It's so positive a place to be. I do think that about like the market as well. Like You'll get some people, oh, it was better back 40 years ago. It's like nothing were better 40 years ago, I'm afraid. In my opinion, I mean, it's, it's probably a fact, isn't it? The world's changed. It has. The world's changed. The markets have to change. Yeah. The retail 
it's changing. Nobody's spending the amount of money there were 40 years ago. No. There wasn't anything else. Mm. You didn't have the supermarkets, you didn't have the, high, the out of town high streets. Mm. You didn't have the online retailers. The world's changed and we've got, we've got to change and, and accommodate it. You've got to adapt with it, haven't you? And I always think as well, like what you were just saying a minute ago, if you go and have a look at not, I would never drag anybody else down. Everyone's doing their, their best job that they can, especially after the last 12, 18 months that we've had. But you go and look at other markets in particular, not many stand up to Doncaster market, especially in the north. I think we've got an incredible market, which then lends itself to a, a great town. And, and I've been I've been to a lot of places as well. I've seen a lot of markets. I mean, Bury Market is famed. Mm. Bury Market's not slightly bigger now, but it's no different to Doncaster. Mm. We've got just as much of Twofer as they have. Yeah, um, and it's quality, quality yeah, customer yeah, service, yeah. the community. Yeah. Yeah, and the wool market, what a fantastic addition to Doncaster. Mm. Yeah, I still people see, oh, you've replaced all the stalls. There weren't any stalls to replace. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And there's, a, there's a few in there. That they, yeah. they are still here. There's still people here that have moved over into the corn yeah. exchange. The, the market state is huge. It's not just the no. square. It's not just the wool market. There's a big estate that exactly. is the market. And it's still making a real difference to the people at Doncaster. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I like that you said that. Obviously, the wool market is a massive part of my job. Um, it's promoting the wool market. And the, things that we, and the plans that we've got, I just can't wait to start because I'm in the know of all the plans that we've got in the future, but we can't, you can't just publish everything straight away and let everybody know about it. It's so exciting. We just need to get out of all this lockdown stuff. And I'm obviously aware of them as well. And I think it's so exciting. It is. Give it a few years and get everything back to normal. Mm. Doncaster will be fantastic. It will. It already is, but it will be better. I'm massively confident in Doncaster. You talk about um, bringing bringing people, in, businesses, corporations, or whatever it is, into Doncaster and stuff, uh, including the wildlife park. Is there any any project you've worked on during your time that you're really proud of, or or that you just enjoyed working on? Um, for me, the probably most prominent project I worked on was ten years ago when we first had a call, and we, we've got a company interested in Doncaster. The, the, the property they might like, can you work with them and, and attract them to Doncaster? 400,000 square foot down at Bobby Car. Mm-hmm. It was a company called Amazon. <laughs> Does I, anyone know I, Amazon? Yeah, <laughs> I worked with Yorkshire Ford on, on that for, for Doncaster to bring them. To, and it, it was one of our quickest investments we've ever made. So, some take years, some take very short spells, based on time that took mm-hmm. six or seven months. Yeah. And they were attracted to Doncaster, one, because the cost of service we provide, one, they got a unit, and three, we offered them a solution around employment and mm-hmm. skills, which they couldn't find elsewhere in the borough. That was 10 years ago. Now we've got five sites. Wow. And two and a half thousand people. And so, and I assume the majority of employees are Doncaster. Majority of Doncaster, Doncaster based. Based. And that's where I get my satisfaction, driving up uh, Great Yorkshire went seeing Amazon signs mm. everywhere. I brought them to Doncaster and my yeah. team brought them to Doncaster. Yeah. And what a fantastic success they've been. Yeah. It is great because people, obviously, part of my job is talking a lot about local independent businesses, which rightly so, we need to really give them all the tools and the help that they need. But sometimes it is missed that, oh, well, it's Amazon. They're a big worldwide company, loads of money. But they employ our people that can then spend the money with the local independents. And we've got to look at it both ways. We've got to promote the town centre. We've got to promote the businesses. But you look at... um, People say Amazon are taking things away from the town centres. Oh, they are. But you look at... Amazon employing two and a half thousand people. 
did the town centre have employed two and a half thousand people? Mm. It would have done it in his heyday. Yeah. But the Amazon business is still growing and we still employ more and more people. And they've still got new announcements to make about Doncaster. Oh. So it's very, very exclusive. No. <laughs> no. They'll, they'll continue to grow in Doncaster. Yeah. That's all you're saying for now, is it? It is. <laughs> so you're Mr. Business, if I can call you that. I'm just about to start a local business, just hypothetically, yeah. in Doncaster. What's a piece of advice you'd give me? Speak to speak to and get assistance and advice from the right people. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, not business Doncaster. We've got a launchpad program for new startups. Doncaster Chamber, fantastic organisation. It's a member organisation, but I can't see why any business in Doncaster should not make themselves a chamber member mm-hmm. and, and get the business support and advice they get from being a chamber member. Yeah, we do offer membership, but we do offer support around startups, around other businesses. But talk talk to the advisors and get as much information as you can before you start. Yeah, do you think it's? I, I think people aren't in the know um, as much as they should be about what what is out there in terms of help, tools, advice. There's loads out there, isn't there? If people either know that's a detriment to us and the chairman of other organisations because we do put stuff out there. But yeah. To be honest, we're in a digital age. We, more and more stuff's going out digitally and yeah. whether people don't always see that or recognise it, but what it is out there and we need to go back for a paper-based system. Don't really want to because we've modernised, but... Yeah. There is information out there. There is businesses and organisations out there that want to help. Yeah. If you've got an idea, if you've got a project, come forward and tell us and we'll talk it through with you. I um, Part of the reason why this is a thing, the Doncaster podcast all about Doncaster, is to speak with people like yourself just to raise even more awareness. Because I know the work. Obviously, I know yourself. I know most of your team. Yeah. And I speak with them on a regular basis. I know the work that goes in behind the scenes. I know how um, passionate people are. I know how many tools are available. I know that people are trying. You, you're basically trying to speak to every single person in the borough about what, what you've got available to you. And I know how difficult it is. And I just hope that this podcast has got a place and it helps push that even further as well reach reach those people to let them know you are here and that's great we are limited on resource we can't talk to every business and we can't talk to everybody but we'll talk to as many as we can and if somebody has got a project come forward we'll help you with it mm. or if we can't we'll find somebody who can yeah. and guide you to the right, right correct level of advice that's what we're here for I've noticed um, being in, I want to say, like a privileged position or the position that I'm in and the contacts I have now, like yourself, Lorna, Jade, uh, Dyer from from Nancaster Chamber, and and being able to just pick the phone up and text you or whatever it might be. I I do, it really, I'm telling everybody all the time, and I know we're all trying to promote, like I say, to build... um, to, to build a awareness I'm always saying there's so many good passionate people doing so many great good things for the town we just need everybody to know about them and I'm always trying to tell people but I suppose all we can do is keep doing episodes like this having conversations putting content out there yeah, and that's what we do. We do a, a fortnightly newsletter um, to everybody, which tells people what's going on in Doncaster. Mm-hmm. We've got our, we've just updated both websites: the Visit Doncaster website and the Business Doncaster website. We've got new websites available. We've got everything on there. People need to know about the borough, the uh, tourism in tourism sector. We've just launched our new visitor guide for 2021. It will be mainly be a digital guide, but there will be um, um, paperback versions in the CIC. We're trying to get as much information out there as we mm-hmm. can. Yeah. What impact do you think... Uh, oh, two things here. What impact do you think having the Rugby League World... Are you a rugby fan? 
Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> has, has it been two years of my life, David? Yeah, I'm yeah. a rugby fan. I, I'm the right rugby, rugby as well, rugby league. Rugby league, yeah. I mean, I, I have to say I'm not a rugby fan yeah. per se. However, I am very excited about the Rugby League World Cup coming to Doncaster and I would want to get involved as yeah. much as I can. We want everybody to get involved. Yeah. We've got 45,000 tickets to sell. It's the biggest event that's ever been to Doncaster. We've worked on it for two years. We've all said Doncaster can handle major events. We're not going to get a bigger event than the Rugby League World Cup in mm. our borough. Three games, October, November 2021. All games live on the BBC. Yeah. That's all channels. So Doncaster will be showcased to the world. One, we need people to, f- to, f- to come and fill the stadium and take part in the atmosphere around the World Cup. And we will do other things in town centres as well, in the town centre to get people coming into Doncaster from outside. Mm-hmm. The rugby league fans from West Yorkshire, East Yorkshire, other parts of the country, make them welcome, give them a real Doncaster welcome mm-hmm. and get them involved in what we've got to offer in Doncaster. And who's the team that we're hosting? West, uh, we're hosting Samoa. Samoa. Uh, for, the three, for their three games, one of which will be the Keymore. And uh, they're, they're opening the tournament, actually, in Newcastle against England. Oh. And then they come back to Doncaster. So who are we supposed to support on that day, then? Um, it's up to you. But <laughs> you can support both teams. Well. <laughs> they can't both win. Yeah, they can't both win. <laughs> but as long as Samoa do well and, and we give them a... Because what we're going to do, they're going to come to Doncaster, they're staying in the borough, we're going to get them to schools, we're going to get them to the town centre, we're going we're gonna to use them as much as we can in the town yeah. to make people aware of the Rugby League Cup. I wonder if a player's got time during a World Cup to come on the podcast. You can ask, it's not a problem. Or a coach, or who knows? Well, we've got a meeting this afternoon, so I'll ask Mr Hall if, if he can yeah. pull those strings with some own players. But yeah, That'd been, be incredible. We've had a fantastic um, organising steering group for this. We worked for two years. It was a lot of work, because we, we lost out in, in 2013. We were determined to get it back. Our social media's been... And our marketing has been commented on by everybody. Yeah. We've gone way above other towns and cities. Pretty, did you not win an award? We, we, we've for the, for the campaign? No, we, no, oh, well, we've been shortlisted for a number of awards for the wow. campaign. Wow, brilliant. Uh, it, it was totally coordinated across the whole of us, uh, and it was fantastic. And it, it achieved the necessary objective, which was to bring the World Cup to Doncaster. Brilliant. The second thing that I was alluding to a minute ago about uh, what impact it could have on Doncaster is the announcement of Shop Happy. What, what, how do you think that will change? We launched Shop Happy last, last week. We are, we've got an economic recovery plan for the town centre and that recovery plan for the town centre has now gone beyond the town centre. It's now borough-wide. Shop Happy is just a small uh, element of what we're trying to do. It is a case of launching an online website where businesses in Doncaster, particularly small independents, town centre independents, market traders, uh, and across the borough, mm. can register, be able to showcase and showcase their products, their services, be able to sell online, compete with the Amazons, compete <laughs> with the big boys, yeah. uh, where ordinarily they couldn't have their own website, they wouldn't be able to their own website or their own social media. They can showcase their products online, operate a click and collect service. Mm-hmm. So residents who don't want to go into shops, it's still a case of people might not be wary of wanting to go out and, and shop in town centres again. They can click and look online, click and collect their product, come in and buy it and go straight out again. Mm. So it'll, one, it'll attract people into the town centre, but so it will promote our independent businesses on a much bigger scale. Yeah. So we're hoping every business in Doncaster signs up for it. I know you're speaking to Jackie on a future podcast, so I'm not still yeah. a funder, but from us... Doncaster Council stood up and said, we will fund this for the first year for any business in Doncaster. 
that wants to register and take up the platform. So please do it because it's for your benefit. It'll help you trade. It'll help you raise the profile of your business and get your products in market. Yeah, brilliant. And I'm pretty sure market asset management did some introduction or we, something, we, didn't we? we have I've got to sneak asset in. Asset management about two years ago. Uh, it was a joint coordination. We spoke to. Um, um, shop happy together mm-hmm. unfortunately we've not been able to take it forward for for a while after that but we believe now opening up again the town's opening up now is the right time to take it on board and yeah. certainly get our businesses engaged with it you can also promote events on there you can, we can also promote town centre events private sector events uh, it's not just a showcase of products there's quite a lot on there so restaurants can book tables on there there's quite a lot on oh wow there. so it's a one-stop shop for everything to do with Doncaster what we need is to get residents get behind it use it and become shop happy Doncaster yeah. be a community where everybody wants to go to to look for what's available in Doncaster Brilliant. I think it's going to be really good. I'm really looking forward to uh, to speaking with well, Jackie get, get about around it. Your, well. Get around your trailers and make sure they're signed. Yeah, yeah, I have. It, it, the information's gone out. Mr. Davis has told me this morning he signed up, so... Of course he has. Forget the Davis and we'll get everybody on. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So last question um, that I'd like to finish on. Uh, got to amend it because you're not a market trader but let's say you were so you've got to work somewhere that's real now on the market across the entire estate where would you fancy working well I don't like the cold so um, <laughs> the, the food market and, and the fish market fantastic places they are brilliant traders in there mm. it'd have to be the wool market for me the wool market I'd have to be the wool market I'd find a little stall somewhere yeah I don't know what I'd sell but um, <laughs> working I, here I've got eater on that's fine it's lovely isn't it? yeah I'd, I'd love, I, I think the, the wool market despite what some people say would be a fantastic addition to Doncaster Town Centre and when it's vibrant in the summer and people sat outside and you've got events on and it's buzzing it, it, there's no better place to be but I yeah, I like to promote everywhere in Doncaster. Yeah. So I have to say that for the town centre, this is fantastic. Good, and I think that's a brilliant place to finish on. Unless you've got anything else you want to add, I can talk all day, David, yeah. at Doncaster and what we've got to offer and what the yeah. town. What, there's a lot of stuff happening around the town centre. We've got we've got the new museum opening this year. We've got the cinema opening. We've got various other things taking on board in the town centre. The economic recovery plan. We're trying to get all traders to work together, not just the council talking to you, you come forward with ideas and let, let's inst- implement these ideas to get people back into town. Mm. Uh, we know it's changing, we know we're, lo- we're losing retail, but we want to replace that by residential, by leisure, get people back in town, and make it a safe place that people want to come, spend time uh, and, and spend the days. And if we can do that, start the work this year and get that involved in the wool market, in the market area, is a key part of what we're trying to do with that. Let's do it because yeah. we're a fantastic... And... There was other announcements coming forward this year about investment in Doncaster, which are fantastic. Obviously, I can't tell you, but it's our bread and butter working on that. I've got a fantastic team looking at that. We are working to bring new investment in Doncaster and grow the businesses we've got. And as we recover from this pandemic, you will see changes, but we're in a really, really positive place at the moment. Everybody get behind it. Uh, mm. Let's do it for Doncaster. Yeah. And spend money in Doncaster because what we spend in Doncaster stays in Doncaster. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. If there's anyone more positive about Doncaster than I am, it's you. Well, for I, sure. I know it's my job, but I listen, David, I've lived and worked across South Yorkshire, all four, all four towns. It's, Doncaster's far the best. It's got far more going for it. It's the place to be and the place to look, look forward to in the future. It's got 
massive potential still untapped brilliant absolutely brilliant well thank you very much for your time today chris time, you know where i am yeah well we're gonna have to do more because it's i want some exclusives on all this uh, oh, future stuff right. yeah that's brilliant <laughs> right, brilliant thank you very much You're welcome thanks david